Hello. Hello. And to what do I deserve this pleasure? Well, it's episode 43 of Drinks with Mom. Oh, my God. You're gosh, my mom, 43. right? I don't remember being 43. Do you remember being my mom? Yeah, I do. Okay, just <laughs> checking. I got the right lady. That's a long-standing ordeal. I bet. I just wanted to make sure yeah. I didn't call someone by mistake and they're just going to talk to me for a half hour. Oh, believe me. I tried to pass the torch. I bet you did. How's it going? They, they took one look at your choppy cheeks and said they couldn't afford to feed you. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> you know, what can I say? How, are How you? rude. I'm good. I'm really good. How about you? Good, thank you. Uh, we should intro this. <laughs> so this is Drinks with Mom, episode 43. I'm Paul, and I'm here with my mom, Gina. Hi, Mom. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How's everybody out there? I hope they're all fine. They, I'm sure they answered, and they, they said they're all great. Nothing wrong. Everything's fine. I know. I'm following. You're Very following soon. them. That's scary. <laughs> so episode 43, did you think we'd make it this far? Oh, never. No. And no, what, what I didn't we... think I'd live this long. <laughs> what do we do here for the people who might be just tuning in? We try a drink um, that we've been thinking about trying for a while, and we do a little research, or I should say you do the research, I do the drinking. Yeah, that's the fair part. Yep. Yes, uh, I think so. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, we usually try something we may have tried before. This week we're trying something you've had very recently, but I figured why not? Yeah. Um, so yes. now what are we doing this time around? Mulled wine. Well, what, do you know the name of the particular mulled yeah, wine? Yeah, I knew going you for? were going to do this. I knew you were going to do this. So I'm going to apologize right ahead if I offend any good people out there. Gluwein? It's just gluwein, like a. It's, you know, oh, gluwein. There you go. You got. You got. <laughs> I, I figured I'd let you try first. So this is basically. Yeah, you're right though. It's mulled wine. It's uh, a yeah. German mulled wine in particular. So gluwein is yeah. like. Uh, I think it translates to scorched wine or something, uh, you know, hot wine, basically. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what we're going for. I figured uh, cold day, cold February in general, and uh, looking for a hot drink we can try. We did hot toddies last time. Yeah, no, and um, I've, I've already had a wee taste of mine. Oh, really? I, well, I have two cups in front of me. I don't know about you. Oh, I do as well. I actually have two and a half, so... Um, well, you're a brat. I have that non-alcoholic bottle that I found down the basement that I'm frightened to open in case it explodes. <laughs> yeah, I was looking that up. And so it you, says it's mulled wine. Yeah, so you've got a non-alcoholic or de-alcoholized uh, mulled wine punch mix there, which uh, yeah. in, in German markets, they would call that like a kinder punch. Oh, like okay. Like kids, kids punch because it's, it's not alcoholic. Um, right. And often you can get that just in the Christmas markets where they're doing the, the mulled wine or the glue vine, you can get... Uh, a non-alcoholic version as well. You can also get uh, different shots of alcohol in yours, like Mitschus or Mitschnaps, depending on yeah. uh, on where you are. So um, I'm going to take a sip of mine. If, you're, if you've jumped ahead of me, then I've got mine here and it's cooling down. I'm in my garage. Yes. So. I've nooked mine a couple of times. Virtual cheers, clink, clink. Yes, virtual. What you, so you're taking a sip, but what alcohol does yours have in it? Well, ooh. Ooh, oh, his obviously nice. has a lot, you know. That takes me back when to Germany. When he's with his mother, she gets half an ounce. <laughs> so ours is um, one of the things I like quite a bit about these types of drinks we've been doing in the last couple episodes is they're often the recipe is a bit loose. So mm -hmm. we're not together right now. And often, it you know, you want to try something specific. It means we both have to buy all of the ingredients separately and and or we have to do a porch side drop off like we did with the, the scotch. Um, so with glue vine or, or mulled wine or, or the hot toddy we did last time, you can kind of, 
do your own recipe or a different regional version that based on what you have yeah. at home. So I've got I got a bottle of red wine, which is common, um, some orange cut up into rounds, uh, and then a cinnamon stick, um, some raw sugar, and then um, I actually have these these glue fix packets from Germany that are like little tea bags that have the satchels of uh, all the, the the flavoring, the spices. Oh, really? And where did you get those? I believe we actually got them. It's all German. So I think they're um, Akiko, actually, a regular listener in Japan. She lived in Germany for a a while, and I believe she gave these to us. Um, So we have a couple Ah. of them that we took home. And uh, so I've got that in there to give it the kind of glühwein spices, the flavors. Um, Some of your favorite uh, cloves and uh, cardamom. And what's the other one you like a lot? Anise, Paul. (laughs) I was waiting for you. My niece. Your niece, yeah, because the other day on the phone, you said anus again, and it was, uh, yeah. you know, like you forgot. And then, so for alcohol, aside from the wine, um, I thought, so I've got brandy in mine, a little bit of brandy. And then um, I've also got, um, because I just wanted rid of it, and I thought instead of sugar, I would just put this really bad sherry we had left over. There's just a little bit of that just to kind of sweeten it up. Uh, yeah, they say you can do that. I just wanted rid of this this cheap bad sherry, so I put it in the mm-hmm. pot. And then I've got a second glass in a bit of a thermos here that's got some of the uh, chocolate orange port you gave me. Okay. Um, and so that's in there as well. I haven't tried that one yet, so that'll be the surprise. How about so yours? Mine, what's, what's yours? Both of mine have the orange chocolate port in them. But they also, the base started out with just regular apple juice. Oh, interesting. And because I had apple juice in the fridge from when the kids were here quite a while back and uh, gave it a sniff. It was still good. Threw it in the crock pot. And then I had a bag of of cranberries in the freezer and I threw those in. Oh, wow. And my anise and some (laughs) vanilla and cloves and oranges and the cinnamon stick and a pinot noir, like a very extra dry one. Oh, yeah. And then one of mine has rum quite a bit of rum in it if i may so say because i wanted to finish the bottle you know but i think i left a little dollop in the bottle because i feel a little bit of a a layer there and then the other one has brandy in it oh wow so you're yeah you're all over the map oh yeah my my fruit has plumped baby you are you're not going to be able to stand when you're done all that that's uh more than you usually imbibe on one of these episodes yeah but you know i can coast you're doing it for the people for the good of the people yeah i'm just doing well you know you fill the glass right doesn't mean I can't, uh, you know, cover the glass <laughs> yeah. or I can drink it, right? You do whatever your heart I'm desires. I'm a big woman. I can handle my liquor. You're a tiny woman, but I'm sure you can <laughs> handle tiny. yourself okay. <laughs> I'm big. So uh, have you tried both of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can stop doing the ab- adjectives now. <laughs> You're <laughs> just sad. Have you tried both of them yet? Yeah, I just did brandy. And now I'll say, come to me, my little rum glass. <laughs> Does it listen? It just moved. It just moved. Interesting. We're talking about the rum glass, right? They're both very good. Uh, I'm going to try yeah. the one that I got here with the chocolate port in it just as well um, before things cool down. Like I said, I'm in the garage um, mm-hmm. because this is where all our recording equipment is. And uh, it also means Laura can be inside doing whatever, whatever she wants in our tiny house. So she doesn't have to be quiet. Um, yeah. So everything cools down in here pretty quickly, including me. So I'm going to uh, warm myself <laughs> Sorry. up. Ooh. I have, I, I did I hear a slurp? That, yeah, that was a slurp. Uh, it's a bit warm. This is in a thermos, so it's a bit warmer than oh, the other wow. one. Oh, wow. 
Um, yeah. And the uh, yeah, the orange chocolate port really adds an interesting flavor to the 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 glue vine. Uh, I don't mind it, but I'm not sure. No. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I looked up the recipe of the glue vine, as you're saying, that did have um, it had uh, orange liqueur, and it did say a port. So I thought, well, let's just throw this in. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. But we've been doing a lot of these mulled wines just because we've been doing outdoor get-togethers. Yeah, well, that's what I said when we talked the other you day. Know, you you had gone down to for out for a walk uh, and you know doing an outdoor socially distanced visit with somebody, and you had mulled wine in your traveler cups. So yeah. I thought, yeah, it's a good good idea considering we're still in Ontario. We're still in somewhat of a, a lockdown. I mean, I'm in Toronto where the regulations are staying a bit more strict for longer and you're where you are. I think it's eased a little bit, but you're still, yeah, still not back to normal. Um, no. so a lot of people, their only social, uh, gatherings right now are distanced and outside and, you know, hot drinks are, are a lifesaver, whether they're alcoholized or not. Oh, I know. I, I show up somebody's garage looking like the kid in a Christmas story. I am fully covered <laughs> in you know snowsuit that doesn't move. So I walk with my arms like I've I've managed to have to bend the one arm so I can hold my flask. You and know, that was very important. You immediately stick your tongue to a light post, don't oh, you? Oh, yes. Yes, I'd be that person. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got hot glue vine to get it off, so that's fine. You're right. Um, yeah. Have you tried the, the non-alcoholized one? Oh, no, I'm frightened to open that bottle. Oh, you didn't open it. You, so you just made no, you went straight I for the still, high test. No, I'm looking at it, and I guess I should wipe the dust off it and... <laughs> But I honestly, I I don't even know where it came from. It was buried in the back of the coal <laughs> cellar, and it's sort of like a few things, like the rum I put in this. Uh, you know, I found this bottle that just had like two ounces in it, and I thought, shame on you. You need to, you know, somebody well, needs to consume you. So I had my uh, hand up first. Your cold cellar is like a liquor store to itself. So I think, uh, yes. you know, there's probably things back there. an interesting there. mix. Yeah, there are probably things back there that stopped being produced decades ago. Yes, I found a bottle of brandy that's uh, different. What brandy are you using? It's a French brandy. And pardon my pronunciation. Marquis du Villard. Oh. French brandy. Interesting. Uh, have you tried yes. it on its own? Oh, I never drink straight. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. You know, honestly, with brandy, I haven't. Usually with a brandy, well, sometimes I should say I've had brandy on ice. But um, mostly this brandy was bought for the mulled wine. Oh yeah. The other brandy was mixed with eggnog, so you know we went through that bottle at Christmas. But oh, interesting. This yeah. one is this one's dedicated to our hot hot wine. There you go. That's that's good. It's a good ingredient. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about brandy, and we haven't really done much in this uh, podcast to do with brandy. So it's something mm. I think we should probably focus on. Uh, we should have a brandy episode where we just get nice brandy to try. Um, yes, you know, that would be nice because it would bring back, it brings back a lot of memories of my Nana, who was allowed to have a brandy every night oh, yeah. when she was in the nursing home. And she tricked them like you know tomorrow. <laughs> I bet. You know, she always got more than one brandy, believe me. <laughs> well, my, she was uh, such a cutie. My pal, uh, my pal Jay, uh, he listened to the Hot Toddy episode and his Hot Toddy recipe includes brandy as the liquor, which um, mm. makes sense to me. I, I didn't have brandy when we were making ours or I would have tried that as well. And and since listening to that hot toddy episode, he's gone out and bought the uh, Forty Creek Copper Pot uh, on your oh, recommendation. Mm -hmm. So if Forty Creek is listening, you know, pay up. 
Uh, actually, speaking of Forty oh. Creek, this is going to sound like we're sponsored or we're getting some kind of kickback. I guarantee yeah. to our four or five listeners, we get no kickback, <laughs> no sponsors. Everything is purchased out of our own pocket. Um, yeah. So the brandy that I'm using today in mine is actually uh, Niagara Bench small cask brandy, and it's actually Ooh. made by Forty Creek. Oh, I'd be interested in trying that. Like, I really like the Forty Creek whiskey. Yeah. Um, so again, we're not. It's just. I think I bought Forty Creek a few years back for your dad as a whiskey, and we both really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good good quality whiskey from Grins- Grimsby, Ontario. Uh, so yeah. I was looking at the brandy, and like I said, I don't know anything about brandy really. So I went with whatever looked interesting, not too expensive, and I, I prioritized local just to see if there was anything local. And yeah. so this was the only Canadian one that my local liquor store had. So I thought I'd give that a try, and it seems to be doing the job. There's not a lot of brandy in the recipe I'm using, so I did pour myself a little snifter of the uh, small Ooh. cask brandy here. So I'm going to take a go, sip boy. of that. You go, boy. You, like, just give that snifter. You can, you can live vicariously through me because you don't have a glass of your own. It's too. You can pour yourself no. one if you want. but No, I'm quite fine. And, and to be honest, the last brandy we had, which was local, was from Magnata Wines here in Ontario. Oh, I haven't tried their brandy. Right there. There's a there's one on Midland. There are Nashua. There, and they were um, they do liquors. And there's a few different liquors I'd like to try from them. But you order it because the local places here are just wine shops. But oh, yeah. you can order it and have it shipped to one. That's and their brandy was lovely. Yeah. Well, so we'll we'll do a we'll do a whole brandy episode so we yeah. can get into the history or the difference between it and other liquors and right. and prevalent parts of the world. I do see a lot of France in the in the brandy aisle. So. It's probably somewhere around there, and someone, I'm sure one of our, our lovely listeners can educate us on brandy and maybe suggest something that yeah. we should we should get into, but I just had a sip of the small cask brandy, and I liked it quite a bit. I wasn't yeah, sure I, what to I, expect. When we can open up, I'll come over for a little shot, Yeah, yeah or well, a backyard visit. You get your fireplace going, or your out, outside burner going, and I was, uh, I was skeptical, because there's nothing classier than a plastic liquor bottle. You know? <laughs> know, and that's what this is. So I'm—I imagine uh, it, it's a cheap method of production, or I don't know why they do it. But yeah. the, the bad sherry that I wanted rid of was also in a plastic liquor bottle. So I'm—I I was skeptical when I bought it, but this is nicer than I expected. So that's good. Well, us being old travelers would always keep those plastic bottles to refill them because they were great for traveling. Mm. You know, yeah, but now bad. that we're not traveling. We've well, grown up. So that takes me to a question I had for you this episode. This um, travel-centric, you know, we're doing German, uh, a German variant of mulled wine, a Glühwein. If you want to get German with it, we can do like the, the umlaut. You can do the Glühwein. Um, oh, good for you. <laughs> what's one thing I, what's the, one of the only things I remember how to say from, from my German trip was die uh, Reichnung bitte, which is, I think that's Czech please, basically. Uh, bitte is uh, please, and Reichnung, uh, I think, is uh, like check or, or receipt. Uh, so there oh, you go. Okay. There you go. You learn something every day. Um, I'm probably wrong. But uh, let's say COVID was over or vaccinations prove fruitful. Everyone's doing okay. International travel is open. Tourism is back up. Where's the first destination you'd like to go when the pandemic has cooled down enough to be comfortable traveling? You know, I, I, that's a really hard one to answer because we've got people, we are like good friends we'd like to travel and see, but I've always wanted to do the Christmas market. 
So for me, this is a drink I just love because I relate to the Christmas market. I'm reading your mind. Do you want to go to the Christmas markets? This is the Glühwein is famous for in, famous. in German and Austrian Christmas markets. This is yeah. all you do, baby. You go to stalls. We went to yeah. um, Munich and Berlin and and Austria. Um, and in Munich, it was just Christmas market throughout the entire downtown, and every block was a different stall that had a different mm-hmm. variety of the Glühwein, and you can get the, the shot of alcohol with it, you get the Kinder Punch. There was one that you actually lit on fire. They lit on fire. It had a, a sugar cube or some kind of like a crystallized wow. sugar, um, and we had one of those too. That was excellent. And so, yeah, we were actually with Akiko, who's one of our dear favorite listeners, yeah. um, and uh, my other friend, Oliver, who lives in Germany now. And uh, yeah, they took us on some great trips through those Christmas markets, and this is this is how they do it, man. I don't know, Canada, uh, our liquor laws are a bit restrictive when it comes to outdoor drinking. Um, you can't really do it. I mean, it's, it's no, it's you can't. Like really, you you're not supposed um, to, right? So, I mean, I think everyone puts a little traveler in their coffee mug or, or something when they want, but um, and certainly now, when that's how your method of socializing is driveway visits and things like that. But I think in Germany, you know, in these Christmas markets, you go downtown, you pay a deposit for the the mug, maybe like a three euro deposit or whatever, and they they give you your your Glühwein, and then you can walk the whole city, and if you want, you can bring the mug back, get your deposit, or you just keep it as a collector's item. It's a little ceramic kind of, uh, you know, tourist thing that you can keep if you want, and I know people who collect them from various stalls and Christmas markets around the world. Um so you can just walk around with a nice warm glass of of, of wine or cider or uh, or the Kinder Punch, the non-alcohol version, and have a good time. Well, I, as you know, I'm a big Christmas person, so we have looked at doing the the river cruise, like the Christmas uh, river cruise. But in talking to Laura and you, you said you felt we would be better just to go to Germany. I think you'd you really know, like, yeah. I think you'd really for, like Germany. for a dollar value and everything, and what more you're going to gain. I'm not and a cruise so it, person. So it's a trip I've thought about. Yeah, I think uh, I think you guys would enjoy that part of the world immensely. Um, I know yeah. you guys. I, I get the value of cruises that I'm uh, speaking to you before, where it's uh, you know you get to go to many destinations and and get off the ship as often as possible, and see, and then you can go back to the ones you like. Um, yeah. But for me, I like to go immerse myself in a particular place and just do what the locals do. You know, go to the coffee mm-hmm. shops and the bars and the whatever. Um, and I think you'd really like Germany. Berlin is just, there's so much rich, rich history and they don't shy away yeah. from the history. They, they really embrace or at least don't, um, they don't hide the negative parts of German history that, you know, we don't have to get into, but are very obvious. And they have, yeah, and, you know, and, and that's good that really, you know, I find yeah, a lot of countries, there. Uh, a lot of countries shy away from their, their, their history when it's not painting them in the best light. And then that you know, it's it kind of forces yeah. them to maybe repeat it or or not consider yeah. they've they've what they've done in the past. Uh, but yeah, I like I like Germany quite a bit, and I'm really happy yeah. that I thought we had done Glühwein before. I actually searched our podcast history several yeah, times, no. convinced that in the last two years we had done this, uh, no. but we haven't. Well, I have to tell you, I have two identical glasses here with my my uh, mulled wine in them. But I put a sticky note on one that says rum, so I don't get confused. (laughs) (laughs) But I would really love to do that trip, but there's so many trips. But right now, it's almost like you're frightened, even when things open up. You're not sure. Part of me wants to go see the people that are part of my history that maybe I've been putting off. 
and it's time to go see them when we open up because we're all going through a real different situation right now. And it maybe shouldn't be all about what I've wanted to do in my bucket list. Maybe I, my bucket list is going to see different people like Ray and Donna, you know, and uh, I've got friends in Newfoundland and, and, you know, I think maybe, maybe put our money in Canada, right? Yeah, don't worry. Don't, none of those people are listening, though. It's a, it's okay. We're, we're, That's we're, rude. <laughs> you don't know that. No, it's fair. My peeps, I think my peeps might be your peeps. I think my question. You're a brat. My question Let it be needed. Said that you're a brat. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you've said it every episode. I think my question needed uh, a caveat, which is because I agree. Obviously, the first travel I'm going to do is to see the people I haven't been able to see this last year. Um, yeah. But let's say your first destination that is not related to someone you miss immensely over this, this pandemic, okay. you know, a place you Honestly, just had on your list. 40, 40th wedding anniversary this May, I would love to do some trip that's totally off the wall. Yeah. Whether your dad has always wanted to go to Peru. Oh yeah. And I would, I'd be game for that too. Well, we're young. Well, I should say young. We're not well, that young. You're, Lord you're help old. us. Well, the legs still move. That's a better one. Yeah. Well, you've got both yeah. working legs. Go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's all good. about yeah. the legs. Somewhere like, I'd love to go to Peru. We we went to Chile and that was an amazing trip. Um, yeah. But yeah, Peru, I think would be great as well. I'd love to go uh, Colombia. If we're talking about like, you know, that portion of, of the world south of us, basically warmer, warmer portions. Um, yeah. I'd well, love to go there's there. no reason we can't go with you and you can carry our luggage. I mean, we're the, you know, the elders. Yeah, yeah, you pay for my flight. You look at other cultures, they look after their elders. Now, you you know, know, there's another topic. I'm pretty sure there's some other cultures that probably just ship you guys off at 50. So, you know, you're lucky you got this far. Let this be known, I'm going to hit them if I was close to them. Yeah, that's your first trip is to come and hit me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think uh, I'd love, yeah, I think a, a trip to somewhere like Peru or we've really talked about going to Argentina a bunch. Oh. Um, I'd love to go back to Germany. I think I'd, I'd spend some time in Berlin and just, you know, relax there, do what the people do for as long as my dollar would carry me. And uh, To be honest, I'd love to see you and Dad share in a nice beer in Germany or, you know, at the markets or... I think Dad like, would really like the, uh, yeah, the German beer markets. Uh, yeah. Everywhere, everywhere you go does, there's like three or four varieties of beer that every single beer market does. And they do it all immensely well, and you just have a good time with some good snack food and some good conversation. They're all crowded, bustling with people. Uh, it's yeah. nice, yeah. A big sausage, isn't it? Sausages. <laughs> That's out of nowhere. Just saying a big sausage out of nowhere is uh, a concerning thing. Well, you know, a German kielbasa or whatever. Whatever, whatever you need right now, you get it. Oh, well, let's, oh my gosh, I should get that in writing. Yeah, yeah. You're so brave. I was, I'm, I'm going to shy away from saying anything about who's going to give you the big sausage. Put it that way. Oh, thank you very much. You know, like, you know, remember, I'm your mother. Yeah, for our listeners' you know? sake, I don't want uh, any insinuation there. Um, so you're enjoying your uh, <laughs> changing um, the conversation. wine or Glühwein <laughs> or whatever it's called. Glühwein. We've, we've both said a million times. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm, I'm enjoying mine quite a bit. Um, yeah, I am too. So, okay, so we've covered off kind of destinations. Um, we were actually, we had a plane ticket. We were about to press enter on a plane ticket to, to Portugal. Um, 
right oh. before the pandemic heated up to the point where like it was probably March, April we were going to go last year. Yeah. And I remember saying to Laura, maybe we should hold off. Let's see. This thing seems to be getting worse in certain parts of the world. Let's not buy anything. And a week later, everything shut down. So I think yeah. we were we we're pretty fortunate. But I do really want to go to Portugal still. I like port. I'd love to go to Porto. Yeah. And, and, you know, Portugal is another destination we would like to do. We'll plan our trip sure. separately so we don't overlap too much. And then yeah, you know. that's true. Because heaven help me if I I walk down the street and I see you. You know me. I do a silly dance. That's my son. That's my son. I I'd like to think them. we'd know we're both in the same foreign country at the same time and not just randomly. <laughs> I just looked out the window and we have a bit of a snow blizzard going on. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it suits the mauled wine. There you go. It's pretty clear skies oh, here, but we had snow, we had snow later. Yeah, so, uh, okay, so we got our destination sorted. Aside from visiting friends and family that we would probably visit first, we th- I think we know where we'd go otherwise, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, I mean, we got to say we're going to visit people we haven't seen for a while, but maybe we just go to Portugal instead. Who, know, who knows? Well, I don't know. I'm, I have to be honest. I'm not in a hurry to travel. I'm grateful that I'm not in a hurry. Uh, because of everything, but it's nice to dream because dreams are good. Yeah, I agree. It's nice to to throw some hypotheticals out there and think a lot about, you know, we've we've got more time to think than normal because we can't really do anything. Um, no. Uh, one thing, actually, we, we skipped right over any kind of history of, of mold wine or, or glühwein. I think the glühwein history is pretty pretty similar. I think it's a, it's a variation of mold wine, but do you know anything about mulled wine in, in general and where it might have come from? Well, I'm reading this little thing, but they attribute it to Count John IV, a German nobleman, who was the first grower of Riesling grapes. Oh, wow. Now, so, do you have that one? No, that, that sounds like, so that's like a Riesling wine variation? Yeah. Now, I didn't use a Riesling. I felt kind of guilty. Well, Riesling's a white wine, right? So that would be, yeah. there are white white Glühwein variations. They're just not as, as popular, but I guess so. No. So that person would have maybe been the founder of, of Riesling wine? Yeah, could have been. Like, I've just been, like, I just attribute it to the Christmas market. Like, you know, in Germany, it's a great Christmas drink, right? Yeah, well, but so the history of it for me is your—that's your job. <laughs> yeah. So the origin of of mold wine, which Glühwein is a regional variant of, um, you know, every every sign seems to point to Romans in the second century. Uh, oh, they really? Were the well, it was first recorded. I mean, history is is only as good as we are recording it. So the first recorded uh, history of of spiced wine or warm wine uh, is is Romans in the second century. And when they traveled across Europe, conquering it, they left behind kind of certain things that that uh, that were popular and became part of the cultures they they left behind. So variants of of hot or warm wine kind of popped up in various countries that they traveled through and became a popular thing. Um, so that's kind of where you get your variants of various places. There's different Nordic ones like Glog and other things we might try down the road. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty pretty old drink we're having here. Yeah, like I, I found because of the situation we've been in, I've been looking up a lot of warm drinks. and But this is one that we keep going back to because it's basic. I can put it in the crock pot. Um, Dad enjoys it. Yeah. And we take off and we go, we visit our friends a few blocks over and they have like three heaters in their garage, and so we're set. <laughs> and it doesn't take a, an expensive wine to make this drinkable. You know, no. you, you have whatever cheap Actually, bottle. Actually, that was one thing I heard. Don't go. Go yeah. look for a, an extra dry wine. Don't look at the dollar. 
you don't need an expensive wine because of all the things you're putting in. Yeah, I think we did. A, I, but I, don't overheat it. Don't overheat yeah, it. Yeah, I, I used a Black Cellar red wine, I think, that Laura wanted me to use up. And I think you said mm-hmm. you did a Pinot Noir. I did a Pinot Noir that's on sale at the liquor store for $8.40 right there you now. Go. And I found that in one of the recipes to use a Pinot Noir. But uh, you can use a cab, right? Like, it just said go with extra dry. But I've used up stuff we want to use up, right? Yeah, exactly. Like basically. And, yeah. and there's no set recipe for this. But just have fun with it. Yeah. You I, know, everybody's tastes are different. For sure. I, you I, know, so I go skimped, for it. Uh, I skimped on the, the raw sugar that the recipe I was following suggested because I didn't want anything too sweet. I also mm-hmm. uh, didn't include any lemon. I didn't want that that lemony flavor. Yeah. I went more with the orange, which I like a little better with the mulled wines. I did the orange. I only put a little bit of honey in this because we. I started with apple juice, and they say apple juice has a tendency to sh- uh, sweeten up when you heat it. Yeah, I'm I'm well into my second glass now. I just poured the the brandy shot that I had into that one as well. So it's going to be yeah. that kind of party. Um, oh, me too. We're going <laughs> after this. We're out to the fish market, pick up dinner, and come back and nice. sing a little song. Yippee doo da! Do you do you have anything to? Uh, normally, we do a segment called Toast and Roast. Do you have anything to toast and roast? No pressure if you well, do or I don't. Well, I think I do. I do have definitely to roast because I was really disgusted okay, well, let's, last let's, uh, week if with something. If you've got something. So this is the segment where we usually let mom go go nuts on whatever she'd go like nuts, to. Oh, nuts, and she's yeah. ready. She's ready to go nuts on something she likes, something she doesn't like. Whatever whatever mom wants to get off her chest, this is her soapbox. So And believe we... me, it's a big chest. Oh, yeah, you keep that to yourself. <laughs> here's uh, here's <laughs> Big Gina's Toast and Roast. Here we go. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. Are you, are you doing both this time or just one? No, I, I think I have both. Okay, let's do it. Who, um, are, what are you doing first? You mad or you happy? My roast. Okay, let's roast. I was at the grocery store last weekend, and I went to put my cart back, my shopping cart back, and I was disgusted at the amount of used gloves and used masks that people were shoving down the metal at the cart corral. Oh. I was totally disgusted. I, I cannot believe, I thought we were far better than this, that you know what? That totally disgusted me because who do you expect that's going to clean that up? Yeah. Like, I was really shocked. It was like, I came home and I said to your dad, I said, it, it totally disgusted me. And I felt so sorry for the people in the grocery store because I believe that's up to them to clean that up. Yeah, it's it's something we've noticed as well here downtown where uh, it seems like People are staying home, and, and there's not maybe as much uh, other litter, but the masks is the new thing that people just toss, and it's just they're littering yeah. the sidewalks, and it's just why do you feel that you that's okay just to drop that and leave it like for you're someone entitled. else to pick up? Yeah. Yeah, you walk out of a store. Like, I left work the other day, and you walk out of a store, and there's a mask sitting on the ground, and you're like, so you just whip that off your face? Oh, sorry. I just whipped my, <laughs> my uh, ear pods. But you whip it off your face and throw it on the ground, and who's responsible to clean up after you? Yeah, there's there's an entitlement there that says someone else will handle this. I'm too good to, to bother with this uh, this thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess people are scared a bit of the back the germs or or you know whatever might be. The, people are just scared right now, so I I get it. Maybe they don't want to touch anything, but that doesn't mean you can just leave it for someone else to handle. 
Well, I think you take your own germs home. Just crumple like it up and put it in your gloves, pocket. Your mask, take it home with you. Think, Dispose of it there. Think of the days where men had hankies in their breast pocket all the time, and they oh, just snotted right into those things. Don't let me go there. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. But I mean, if 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 you you wear a mask, you take it off, you throw it on the ground. I mean, just put it in your pocket. Roll it up, put it in your pocket, and throw it out when you get home if you need to throw mm-hmm. it out. But yeah, the, the, in the days of the hanky, the men would uh, would just let let their snot fly into that thing and just put it right back in their pocket like it was nothing. Yeah, they they I well, I don't even want to name family members, but the older <laughs> family members that we know, yeah, would just blow their snouts and it would go in their breast pocket, and then that went in the laundry. Yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking, what do you wash that with? Hopefully, not the dish towel. <laughs> like really. Just like, what do you underwear. put that snot rag in with? <laughs> okay. That are not going with my knickers. That's all I can say. <laughs> so, so who are you? Ro- who are you toasting then? If that's your roast? Well, it's kind of funny. Funny. I'm toasting a lady who I don't even know, but we, as you know, we live close to the lake and we have a lot of trails. And it's more typically in the summer or the spring that she walks every day and takes a bag with her and collects garbage. Oh, that's nice. As doesn't have a dog that she has to pick up after. But I was thinking about that the other day, that she still walks the beach, you know, and just picks up anything that people have just thrown when they're down there because people are still going down to our beach with coffee cups. Like our bay, they're playing hockey on, they're yeah. ice skating, they're fish, they're, you know, they've got their fish huts there. And she still walks with a garbage bag and she collects stuff. And I think that is just incredible. Yeah, it's nice. She it's, has that much hair. It, it's a shame that she has to do it because you'd think yeah. that uh, other people would not leave everything there. But it's nice that someone like that feels the pride of of, of ownership of that neighborhood, I guess, to the point yeah. where they want to keep it clean. If everyone was like her, she wouldn't have to do that. Yeah. I mean, we live in a great spot. I mean, the bay, uh, any given time right now, you can go down. And it, it is quite nice there. There have cleared off certain patches that they're just different hockey games are going on. Yeah. And everybody's trying to do their best. Some people, they're not doing their best. But honestly, when Dad and I walk down there, it, it, it does your heart good to see what people are trying to do to get through this. But clean up your mess. If you're taking a thing of Timmy's down there, have a garbage. Yeah. You know, don't leave it for somebody else to pick up. So, yes, I wish I knew her name. She's not a young woman. She's probably my age or, you know, give Ooh, or take. Over the hill. You just quiet your pudding muncher. <laughs> and uh, just, you know, I think that's great that she does that. Yeah. And if, if you're listening, lady who picks up other people's garbage, you know, get in touch. We'll, we'll uh, make sure you get a little care package courtesy of Drinks With Mom. Yeah. Like, he- heaven knows. Like, I mean, really. <laughs> I, th- I think that's incredible. And I do enough walking that maybe I should do that. You know, yeah, well, you I know, never thought about it. If you can still bend that far, maybe it'll be good exercise. Oh, please, Jeremy. Is Tom out there? I hope Tom is going to listen <laughs> he'll, to this. He'll, yeah, and he'll then come he to will side with me that it's time that Paul gets a smack in the butt. <laughs> well, Tom did say on Instagram last after last episode on the Hot Toddies that uh, our our recipes made his seem pretty tame, that ours were pretty out there. So, uh, ah. so there you go. I'm, I'm sure Tom will come to your rescue. Um, actually, yes. after the last Hot Toddy episode, you mentioned yours had a bit of cayenne pepper in it, right? Yes, that and was a good one. So I I started doing that in my... I've had a couple Hot Toddies since the last episode, and I put uh, cayenne in mine every time, and it is exactly what I wanted. It's a great idea. So, for once, 
Mommy comes through. Tom, listen to this. Mommy comes through. Yeah. Honestly, the one of the things that I miss is I, I always loved when you and I could get together and have a drink, right? Like this. Like I say, Paul, look at what we've got in the cold cellar. Put together something for me. <laughs> yeah. And I miss that because we always had some good drinks. I think what you're basically saying is you miss the days where someone else would make your drink and you didn't have to. <laughs> you're darn right when I was sitting like the queen. <laughs> Have my feet up in the air, you know. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Having a pedicure. I was saying that, uh, yeah, so the, the cayenne I've been putting in my hot toddies, but I've actually started putting it in other things. I had uh, cayenne in my coffee the other day, and that actually was quite nice as well. So I might be going too far, but we'll see. No, but it'll, it'll clean out things that you've needed cleaned out, like your potty mouth. You know, okay, different good. things like that. You're talking about my potty mouth. I was worried about what was needing cleaned out. Yeah, well, that we will start with that end. And it works <laughs> its way down. It does fine the other way. That's good. Um, <laughs> it's like if you swallow a penny, it'll come out eventually. <laughs> yeah, cleaner. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that, uh, yeah, Tom commented on Instagram that he liked our hot toddy recipes. And that's uh, Instagram is at drinks with mom. Our Twitter is at drinks with mom as well. I did ask for. Uh, more hot drink recipes or ideas for this episode, but we don't really have the biggest Twitter following, so I didn't really get much traction there. But if you feel like joining in on Twitter and and messaging us or or following anything that we post there, I'll probably spend more time on that platform. Otherwise, Instagram, yeah, we'll post some photos. And then, uh, Mother, where can they email us? Oh, my gosh, I think I forgot it. Drinkswithmompodcast at gmail.com. That's right. I think uh, we've only had a couple... Only a couple people use that email. Like, it's a sacred thing. Like, Akiko will send us recipes, or uh, I believe uh, Tom and then Brian has used it as well. There's uh, a couple folks have used it. And then, yeah, we read Andrea's uh, iTunes review, and she appreciated that. On uh, She's commented on Instagram, and she appreciated that having been read out. So if you've got another review for us, uh, you know, feel free to give us those five stars. Give us two stars. Give us one star. Say something. <laughs> we'll take a half a Whatever star. you want. We just want to know there are people out there that are appreciating this uh, this nonsense that we're putting into the world. And, uh, yeah. you know, if you've got suggestions for us, recipes, cocktails, uh, topics, whatever you want to hear us talk about or drink or whatever, get in touch. And uh, that would be wonderful. We're, we're going to keep doing this until we in, can't stand each other anymore, which could be tomorrow. So you never know. Oh, Maybe the next day, but not tomorrow. Okay, not tomorrow. Uh, okay. Do you have anything to say to the people before we sign off? Just, you know, like everybody's saying, keep well, look after yourself, and don't let everybody, don't let somebody lead you astray to say, oh, it's okay if you come to our house. Like, the new variant is out, so look after yourself. That's all I say is, you know, you're you're the only person that makes your own judgment. Don't be influenced by anybody else. Just keep well. That's fair. Yeah. Look after yourself and stay true to your own uh, safety protocols. If you feel like you got to stay home, stay home. Please stay home. And uh, yeah. yeah, and otherwise, uh, you know, mom will come after you. Yeah. And if you're listening, bless your heart. Yeah. Thank you. If you're listening, yeah. let us know. We, we see some stats. We see some folks in Belgium. And uh, that's nice to see. We've got our, we know we've got, a, a, you know, our, our four or five folks in uh, in Canada and the United States which is always great as well and uh, you know we'd, we'd love to visit all of you so give us your write us your address and we'll, we'll pop by take care everybody <laughs> goodbye everyone cheers Good night. <laughs> bye Paul love you oh love you bye. too mother <laughs> bye